0: so long for our listeners to arrive welcome to a brand new episode of the imperial senate podcast uh, this week hosted on exegol exegol for all your sif needs i'm your host charlie ashby and as always i'm joined by my fellow co-hosts nikki and claire how is everyone good <laughs>
1: Claire?
2: I just wanted to see how long that laugh was going to be <laughs> held out.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Palpatine-esque. Yeah. Very much so. Keeping it going.
0: Yeah, you know, I've been doing the, the old Palpatine routine, you know, breaking down democracy, uh, creeping on <laughs> kids, the usual. Make the sacrifice. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Look at my fingers, Ray. <laughs> well, I was so hungry I ate one of them
1: <laughs>
0: You try floating in space
1: um, <laughs> Oh man All good then? Secrets only to the sit there
0: Oh yeah 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 All is fine <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Just everything's exceptionally normal Really <laughs> exhausted <laughs> Is that the catchphrase to 2020? All is Dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. Fine.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. For now.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we've um, we've missed a. F- we've been away for a little bit. We've missed a, a a bunch of news, which is, you know, every time we have a little break, that's when the news comes out.
1: <laughs> Always. It makes for it makes for healthier episodes. Back though, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> There's plenty plenty to talk about.
0: Uh, but um, I'll just dive in, get into the the big meat of what's been happening recently and I think the biggest mm, <laughs> some of the, <laughs> the the biggest food thrown our way was the Jewel of the Fates leak which is the Colin Trevorrow script for episode 9 so not only- he
1: definitely didn't leak himself
0: yeah, I mean I'm not saying that <laughs> it it certainly I'm seems not like not someone. saying that <laughs> <laughs> legally we we're not saying that um but at the same time obviously someone close to the project felt like it was a good time to sort of throw that information out there um so mm-hmm. not only has the basically outline for a script been leaked or at least some of the some sources seem to have read the actual script but also a lot of concept art was leaked online and also confirmed by Colin himself to be accurate hmm So I I'm asking you, what what did you guys think about this?
1: Well like, just in general or
0: <laughs> just just general, like the idea of leaking um the world we live in, global oh. warming.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um hmm. it's almost like <laughs> I don't care.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it's kind of like, it's just, it's not, like, it didn't happen. Like, it's, yeah. I think it's, actually, it is fascinating to me. If there was a, like, it's it's the thing I regret the most about Lucasfilm under Disney right now is um, there's a bit, they're not transparent with the making of. They want to no. hide the the dirty laundry. Um, whereas I think uh, certainly with George Lucas, it was very much like, eh, here you go. It's all there. Just enjoy. And just as, you know, people who enjoy how these things are made and find them interesting and not like and can can look at either mistakes or bad ideas and not be like, "Wow, well, they're stupid," but like, "Oh, that's interesting how things evolve." I would love to see the entire episode 9 production timeline, you know. Like I would love to see all that. So, I think it's interesting from just making the movie and the way sort of the uh, process evolved, the way it changed, I think it's interesting from that standpoint. But from a standpoint of like, oh wow, this would have been an awesome episode nine. I, I really don't feel that way at all.
2: Yeah, I'm on the same page. I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that that was not the movie we got. Um, do I think it's really cool? I I think a lot of it is interesting. I don't know if it would have translated into a movie very well, but I think it's just, you know, it's one of those things. I value the concept art a lot more than the actual script plot points because that is never going to get used. We have the story of Episode 9. That's not going to change. However, if we have learned anything from Lucasfilm, nothing is thrown away in the concept art and design of these movies. You mm-hmm. thought something looked cool, you might see it in something else. I mean, I mean, look at Zeb. You know, original Chewbacca design, like concept art. You know, it's just nothing is really thrown away. So if you did see something, unless it's like specifically Ray <laughs> and Finn and Poe, you might see somebody else looking like that in the future. You never know. But um, yeah, I just thought it was a. Uh, I thought the concept art was really cool, um, but. I understand why a lot of it wasn't used in the actual design. Um a lot of it looked more uh more science fiction y, Star Trekky, almost to me. Mm. Less fantasy, more strict sci fi, but hey, eh, what do I know? There's a reason it wasn't used and I liked what <laughs> we got design wise, so you know, I can't really complain about that.
1: Yeah. yeah I, think, and I, I think there are definitely some I, things that um were they didn't feel like Star Wars. Like yeah. there was There's that one art piece of, like, a public execution (laughs) with, like, a guillotine. Yeah. At the first order. It was, like, cool idea, but just doesn't quite feel right.
0: That's actually one of the ones I actually liked.
1: You like the guillotine? I think it's cool. It looks cool, but it's, like, I just don't see it
0: in a Star Wars movie. I mean, we kind of got it in Episode 8, just not public. I guess it was the same. Yeah. it was the same things, wasn't it? That they were holding.
1: Uh, I mean, those were more like a, like handheld axes as opposed to like a big execution block.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. I just, yeah, does yeah. I mean, I really liked "Safety Not Guaranteed," the Colin Trevorrow film. It's a really great film. Um, and I sp- he like credit where credit's due. I made a like a, a fake jokey tweet of um. Different planets in Star Wars, and I just photoshopped some dinosaurs in it. And I said this <laughs> is the concept art for Episode Nine, and he liked it. <laughs> so, like, credit where credit's due. Obviously, like, no, nah. where's his heart? Like, he doesn't doesn't really mind. That being said, uh, I thought it was shit. <laughs> 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 um, so all these people are saying, like, oh, this is the this is the film we could have had. Well, I'm glad you don't have the say <laughs> because this is, this is awful. <laughs> um. The only good thing about the script was that Rose had a better role in the film than what we actually got. Mm -hmm. That I will say. Yeah. As for everything else. I don't know.
2: (sighs) I like the idea of getting the Mortis gods into play, like, as an abstract Mm. concept, but it requires so much backstory that you don't get. If you just watch the movies like that, I thought was like, oh, that could be a really interesting thing in animation. <laughs> um, it's one
1: of those uh, curse of knowledge kind of things, right? Yeah, like, like we knowing what we know can look at, oh, what's what's a worthy villain? What's a good end boss? You know, <laughs> for, right. for the Star Wars saga. Oh, maybe yeah, uh, the uh, sort of personification of the dark side as a whole, sure. Um, but like as you know, 90% of the movie going audience will have no idea what Mortis is, what the Mortis gods do. It's, it's kind of way too much work that you can't
0: just put in episode nine. Yeah. I mean, look at the Darth Maul thing, like Justin Solo. A lot of the audience were confused by like, how is he still alive? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not on the onus of the general audience to know every single thing about the animation department because mm-hmm. they didn't watch a lot of people didn't watch this stuff and like I, I asked my mom do you know what Mortis is and she was like no I was <laughs> like well there we go like mm-hmm. what when it says they go to Mortis what are we supposed to what are the audience supposed to think like okay cool. for, like, so another new like,
2: planet that we've never seen before
0: the 20 people in the audience yeah. freaking out <laughs> <It's> like,
1: <laughs> there we go <laughs> I guess that means something. Oh my
0: god, finally. Like all these people putting so much like cred like credence into like the world between worlds and Mortis. I just feel like that's not how this works. Like I don't yeah. think unless we explore Mortis and the world between worlds in its own film and reestablish it through that sort of different origin story, no one's going to get it. Exactly. Yeah. And they certainly um, won't
2: get the actual like power and impact of it. For all of us crazy people who take all that in
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's what and made it feel just- like fan fiction yeah yeah like for sure because when you're like oh you know there's no way they would drag all this into it and it's like oh well okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the, the the random notion that general hugs wanted to be some sort of Sith for jedi like when has that ever been hinted at at all yeah but I appreciate I, like him being jealous of like Kyler Ren's power, but like I always just thought of him as the sort of the Tarkin of the new trilogy where he doesn't really care for that. Like they're they're separate in their own goals. I yeah.
2: also
1: really like Hux the Spy.
2: I like that too. <laughs> yeah. It just Yeah. And you know, I I feel like a lot of it well the one like really big thing that if okay, did I did I get the did I gather this correctly? Kylo Ren, despite the efforts of a whole bunch of light side Force ghosties, doesn't come back to the light. Was that what I'm, I was gathering from that? When by the whole he was extinguished thing, they hmm. try to save him and then he doesn't come back to the light. Is that what I?
0: Uh, 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 yeah, I think, I think that was the earliest script. Okay. Because I think that Colin said that it was a story about redemption, but it does seem a bit vague. There's like the weird bits where it's like, and then he fused his face with with a bit of Mandalorian, Mandalorian <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck what? off.
2: Like, gotta throw this in for the Mando stands out there.
0: <laughs> and the person that gave it to him, Boba Fett. <laughs> oh, fucking God.
2: I will say the one true tragedy... Of the sequel trilogy and of the lack of Colin Trevorrow influence, no Kylo beard, no beard on mm. Kylo.
0: Yeah, we have all
2: missed out. R.I.P. Well, I thought you
0: were going to say that that we didn't have Jake Johnson in Star Wars. I was about to agree with you.
2: Oh my god! Wait, yeah. <laughs> Can
0: he just <laughs> that be like a as well <laughs> a computer operator <laughs> on a oh, bridge? Yeah. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> So good. Stuck in them stuck on a hill.
2: <laughs> you just gonna play the same character in every Garraro
0: movie? <laughs> it's just it's just Nick Miller in space. Yep. <laughs> yes. Listen to Cut and I Joe in a TIE Fighter. Um
2: Head New headcanon. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's definitely the headcanon. But there's so much in this in the script and like and I saw a bit in the concept art and I was just like all the people that are saying like, "Oh, this was so much better than what we actually got," especially in terms of Finn. Like, I when I watch the film again and I watch Finn's storyline, I really do like the fact that he has found himself. He has a family that he care who cares about him and who he cares about. I like the fact that he seems aware of the force sensitivity in him. I like the idea that he is taking on the first order and trying to save the galaxy. And then in the script for Trevaro, him and Rose. I think it's him and Rose, get sent to a concentration, like a, a working camp. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then I just saw the artwork of him, like, mining <laughs> with mm, some mm. stormtrooper behind him. Like, I don't know the optics of that. Is yeah. um, any good.
2: I don't, yeah, I don't think that s- storytelling is nearly as powerful as it, as the found family storytelling is, you know, it's.
1: Just-
0: no, of course.
2: But what do um, I know? I didn't write a Star Wars.
1: I mean, that's like also the thing about like the concept art in general. Like, you can go through all the art of books currently released and be like, "Wow, wow, wow!" That would have been incredible to see. And like, for all we know, that's all the stuff. Like, most of the stuff that um, got leaked, because like, how much? Like, how much of that might have been used? Probably, I don't know, twenty-five percent of it. Mm-hmm. um sure so it's like yeah it's like just one of the things it's like you you can't just look at a picture and be like wow that was happening it's, it's yeah, not it's usually concept. how it turns out yeah sometimes this is before the stories even right they they tell artists to go ham on some ideas and there we go
0: i guess what this leads into into for me and i want to bring this up is the the state of fandom Uh, (laughs) Post-Tross, which is what I'm calling it. Um, Because there's been a lot of crazy stuff happening recently in terms of news stories coming out, people misinterpreting the information. I think one of the recent ones, which I found hilarious, was the um, the news article about Adam Driver recording his lines in the closet.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love Uh,
0: it. Which became a big hoo ha because apparently that means that the entire script was changed last minute. Um, and that everyone which, is a procrastinator. Yeah. <laughs> which isn't the case. And obviously, you know, like recording lines in weird fashions, even on your phone, is a very casual thing to do if you're a voice actor or in a film and doing ADR um, and any pickups for voicing. And it's just this the whole concept of. It does seem a bit odd that a lot of people in fandom are going full conspiracy, especially like, after complete... we made fun of them for like years. I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It just seems odd. Like, I don't understand what this is. What I this is the thing that really bothers me. Like, it really does anger like anger me. Is like, you can dislike a film. That's fine and there are loads of valid points for not liking the film absolutely but why do we have to make a conspiracy out of everything yeah like why Like the stuff this week about Pablo hating like being manipulative and like hiding because of episode 9 and stuff it's like well not really and then seeing people like yeah well Ryan was better than you can ever do and it's like him and Ryan are best friends what are you talking about right (laughs) Why is everything this weird battle amongst like tribalism and ridiculousness? Why does it have to be? I don't know. It just it, it gets really frustrating. I saw it like I'm this before, of...
1: um, like before Trust came out, when like the media, oh, yeah. like the press war, was happening, and like everybody, I won't say everybody, but, like certain people. We're so on edge that, like, any any slight comment by anyone on the press tour was met with outrage and cynicism and yada yada. So, like, I could see it building and the fact that the movie came out and, you know, maybe some people aren't happy with it. It only just caused that to, like, go into full uh, forest fire mode. It
2: just... I don't understand, like, I think I would like to hope that maybe part of it has to do with the fact that we don't know the future of Star Wars right now. That there's so much not known that everybody's just, like, panicking. I would like to think that's the case. I don't think it is the case. Um, But, you know, I just, I don't understand this idea of us versus them or the fact that like everybody's like has to be fighting or disagree or i i don't i don't get it like and i don't understand like vilifying the people who disagree and you can like something and you cannot like something and it doesn't fucking matter at the end of
1: the day <laughs> that's the thing right it doesn't serious. matter <laughs> they're
2: making another star war you might like the next one like it's going to be fine and just because you disagree with someone's creation that doesn't make them a bad person and it doesn't mean just just calm down it doesn't mean that somebody was sitting there like trying to sabotage the whole process it's just oh my god it's art it's creativity <laughs> everybody has different perspective and that's why different mov- that's why movies get made differently like it's fine
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and- <laughs> that's the thing for me it's like I don't care if you don't like it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not like an issue for me. But if I'm scrolling through Twitter, and for whatever reason, this happens mostly for people I don't follow, but like their tweets show up in my, because one person I know follows them or something. Um, But if I see like a, a comment that's like, just like cynical or snarky or like in implying that, you know, the people behind the, the scenes are incompetent or blah 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 blah, like I just meet them. like it's i again I have no problem if you don't like if the movie didn't appeal to you or if you're disappointed in how it turned out, but like when you start like making things personal against people you don't know like I'm kind of done with that, and it's it's so much of what's frustrating right now with um with the the fandom online and whatnot.
0: And there's this gross notion that if you disagree with people, you are in the wrong and that they represent an entire group of people, which is not the case um as you can you know tell by life like <laughs> not, not everyone agrees with one thing um particularly with a film a fucking film, a fictional character yep um shades of gray it just, baby <laughs> it's just ridiculous i I wrote a post this week about Ray. And why I personally feel like I love that character and the way that you no, know, all that went down. And it took about four minutes before someone jumped in and talked about Ben Solo. I wasn't talking about Ben Solo, <sighs> but and I'm tired of it. Yeah. And it's nothing. It's nothing to do with the, this. Isn't an issue against a group of people again. It's just. Like, I don't know what 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 do you what do you want me to do? <laughs> what, right. what do you want people? What do you want Lucasfilm social media person to do? They don't they don't come up with the story, but <laughs> at the same time, just, there's a big audience made of different people. Some people like the ending. I like the ending. I like the I, I like the fact that the whole point of his fucking arc is that he wants a family. He wants to go back to his family. Guess what? He does it. That's mm. the whole point of that ending. Yeah. Hey, he he deserved it's- better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> he didn't do anything. He did. He did. He, did. he killed a village. Like, he killed those villagers. He killed people. Yeah. I'll give you... Uh, let me cite that. My fucking Harvard referencing. It's uh, the film. The films we watched.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, first scene. And yet- <laughs> yeah.
2: That's a whole other issue to me. If you wouldn't use that same analogy for... A human being who, let's use this example, found God after, um, found religion, found inner peace and changed his ways after shooting up an entire village. That person still shot up an entire village, guys. (laughs) Like We can't just erase that. And you're like, no, that was another person than the guy who's now found religion in prison. No, they are still the same human being. (laughs) And
0: just...
3: (laughs)
2: Uh, Even
0: if they were abused in terms of, you know, raised by a creepy guy, and you know, attacked by your uncle, trauma is bad. Still, doesn't give you excuse to murder a villager.
2: Trauma, like d- d- trauma and abuse, does not a killer and psychopath make.
0: No, I mean, <laughs> like- I think they've all been through different, you know. Traumas.
2: It can. It can lead down that path. But it doesn't it's not an excuse. It's no. it's just not. It's I'm if you could see me, I look like I'm like pulling my hair out right now, <laughs> sitting in the
3: desk.
1: We we <laughs> talked about it in our um ah. in our movie episode where again like um like so many fantasy fantasy stories, the sort of central message is about choice and like you can take again we're like going back to good old Harry Potter uh Voldemort and Harry Potter grew up in very <laughs> similar circumstances one decided to channel his frustration and anger that and whatever and did evil things and one decided to be good because he, he's a good person so like wow, well, he, he
0: he was a little shit I mean he had his commands. <laughs> he, he was a little shit. He did good stuff, but he was a little rascal.
2: Nobody si- don't make me start singing Hannah Montana at you, Charlie, because nobody's perfect. And he's gonna work it again and again until he defeats Voldemort.
0: Oh yeah, all of those lyrics.
2: Thank you. Those are the exact lyrics go. she had.
0: Perfect. But
1: anyway, it goes it goes back to to just the Ben Solo Kylo story. It's you know, yeah, bad stuff happened to him. And that's tragic, but he made choices, and the choices are what defines the character, so it's like yeah, you can't just excuse you know blah 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 for
0: and why why would you want to get rid of those like intricacies of the character? That's what makes him interesting mm-hmm. exactly. the idea like- that he's he's a villain who like he didn't want them to die, well, you know. Use your privilege and stop it. Like you're the supreme leader, and afterwards, you're the Sith Lord. Like not Sith Lord. Sorry, um, sorry, pedantics. Um, like that's. I hate the tiptoeing around it. Like he's a good man who just happens to do this crazy stuff. Like <laughs> killing his dad was part of the healing process. It wasn't. It was murder. <laughs> it was <a> bad
1: <laughs> I don't know if. If you've watched nine of these movies and don't understand that giving into the dark side is a bad trait, um then I don't don't know what uh is I don't know what you're watching.
0: What's that Brooklyn Nine Nine quote? Uh, cool motive still murder? <laughs> That's I think that applies here. But also like it's just it's just frustrating I think one of the one one of the things that really annoyed me this week on the pod account on Twitter was, I don't think people understood the message from the Last Jedi. <laughs> like, like people still think, "Let the past die," was right. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of the film is that it wasn't.
2: Yeah, remember this whole Episode Nine movie where we focused on the past. <laughs> And it made people be good again.
0: <laughs> or, or the fact that, like, episode eight, Luke literally learns that he can't run away from his stuff and that that's a bad idea. And that at the end, Kylo Ren also remembers that he murdered his dad and that he can't escape that fact. Isn't it's that, funny. Isn't that funny? It's film? funny
1: how uh, <laughs> maybe he's not the reliable narrator of <laughs> the thematic message. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a thing as well that I I like they had this whole debate and it was like Yeah, but he does care about Ray. I'm like No, he's he's manipulating her in that scene. Like, take my hand that was a manipulation. And they're like, no. I'm like no, yeah. It was <laughs> it's always, he's selfish because it's it, it, it only benefits him. So like so what, what? When? When has
1: uh? When has in the just the language of Star Wars? When has the the invitation to join me and rule all this ever been like <laughs> a good thing? <laughs> like no That's one's ever
2: right there. That ends
1: out ends up no good. Every ever time. said that in a heroic way? <laughs>
0: <laughs> join me. We'll have a lovely picnic. A cup of tea. Some sandwiches. <laughs> so like, join me for a nuanced oh.
1: conversation about light and dark, please.
3: <laughs> oh my
1: god.
0: Touch my hand, Luke. <laughs> Sorry? Um <laughs> Yeah, it's just oh it's so frustrating. I think you know
1: people will it's one of those I think it's it's gonna get to the point where you just gotta ignore some areas because they will People will stay in their camps, and while I, while I will never understand the the desire to want to argue about it, they they will just knuckle down and live in that reality. And I don't know. I think eventually we're just anyone who uh, is frustrated with that. I think is just going to have to learn to ignore it.
2: That's why I've been tweeting a lot of pictures of my kitten and not a lot of content about Star Wars <laughs> lately. <laughs> I just feel like you pre- you can like throw out the most benign thing and then those people who have just been sitting on this thing that's been eating them alive all day are going to comment on it even if it has nothing to do with the subject matter you posted. It's just going to happen, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but, you know, it It just... This is the perfect time to talk about that roast Tico quote that totally blew up when I shared it and had people jumping down my throats immediately post Rise of Skywalker. And that is about saving what we love it's not about killing what we hate focus on the Star Wars you love people and it'll bring you joy and it'll probably cut a little of the stress out of your life and you know that's pretty cool right
1: <laughs> there's literally we nothing all like this. worth being stressed <laughs> about
2: it's <laughs> really not yeah. like we're all here because we like the same thing we all like Star Wars we just all like different parts of Star Wars and that's okay <laughs>
1: I just think the buffet metaphor is like the greatest metaphor for Star Wars. Where it's like there's a shit ton of food. You don't have to eat all of it. You don't have to like all of it. But you don't need to go spitting in the dishes you don't like. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like like just let the let the people who want that eat it and keep keep going. It's fine. Like if you're if you're mad and you're making other people mad because of Star Wars. You're doing it wrong Like just chill out
2: It's okay buddies
1: yeah. So I don't know It's it's gonna be It's probably just gonna be a thing for a while But I hope it I hope people just move on Eventually
0: <sighs> Wish I could I wish I could spend my turn with Leia Oh
2: <laughs> same though
0: Imagine that being the bad Ending <laughs> That was the thing, yeah. It was like um, the idea of episode nine's ending meant that Palpatine won, <laughs> but then at the same time, people were posting like the concept art of Ben and Ray on the throne and being like Empress and Emperor. I'm like, that, how is that? How That's is that Emperor losing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, not call her Empress. That's literally like reducing her to. Like, oh, it's just all about his power. Calling her the Empress (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) is pretty the same thing. Um, But yeah, enough about that. I think we just needed to air our grievances because it's been a bit frustrating recently. Mm. It's
1: been too much. And like, yeah, like I I get it. I think think something that happened for me personally was I got very um, angry slash upset at the Game of Thrones ending. And mm-hmm. when I, and I was like, I was doing what people, a lot of people did, I guess. And that was, you know, going on these big online rants, like, oh my God, what did all this mean? Blah, blah, blah. Um, they don't know what they're doing. And then when I got some distance from, from uh, when all that uh, final season happened, I realized that was my least favorite version of myself. And I didn't like engaging as a fan that way. And so I think even if I didn't like episode nine, I would do my best to not be like that because it just, it didn't make me feel good. So I understand the temptation for people to do that, especially when this is like Game of Thrones season eight, an ending and endings are not easy to land. And you you run all sorts of risks of, making people feel um unsatisfied with an ending um so i understand the the urge but something i learned personally was i didn't want to be like that with something again so i hope i don't know i hope other people can can sort of figure that out too
0: you learnt your failure in the cave i did
3: <laughs>
0: yeah i feel the same it's like i don't want to be angry and I feel like social media sometimes is very negative. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've I spoken to so many good friends and listened to so many great podcasts out there. Like Sky Talkers did a really great episode about uh, their feelings in episode nine. And it's like spot on. And I love hearing different opinions. And it's not just one group. It's just particular people that stand out from... Whether it's like harassing people, posting stuff that like locked accounts isn't nice, just being cruel. It's just, mm-hmm. it's like this is a movie about like a dog and a man that flies a spaceship. There's a laser sword. Not worth it. Not really worth getting angry about.
1: There's something, I um, was no. at the, uh, I got to go to the Black Series Rebels live show after sort of the weekend of Rise of Skywalker. And um, I'll try to paraphrase something uh, the wonderful Ken Knapsack said. <laughs> hmm. And um, I, I can't fully remember it, but I'll do my best. And it's like, when, sometimes when you love some, someone, they, uh, they make decisions that disappoint you, right? And you're like, mm-hmm. how could you do that to me? this makes me very sad and this, this hurt me. And then, you know, you can feel bad about it, but then at the end of the day, you want to look at that person you love and say, you know what? I care about you. You make my life better. You inspire me to do great things. Um, you make me happy. And I think that is like, that's what fandom can be too, where you can look at star Wars and say, you know, we can say we're like in a relationship with Star Wars. You know, we care deeply about it. Um, it it makes us feel all these great things, but sometimes it does. Uh, you know, it does maybe let us down or make a decision that we don't agree with. And I think it's it's having sort of that healthy mindset of being able to say, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't like this, but I care about Star Wars, and at the end of the day, it still makes me happy, and I still I still want to cherish it." So, I think it's one of those things where you just have to sort of step back and yeah, maybe maybe something did upset you, but it doesn't necessarily have to ruin the whole experience for you as well and wreck your wreck your relationship. It's it's all it's all a mindset, you know. You can make a choice to not be angry as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's sort of spot on. I think we can, we can all do better. And I know that I've been a bit miserable recently, and I don't. I don't like that coming out of myself, and I feel like we all need to calm down, relax, not be hypocrites. The world
2: ain't gonna suck any less. Just focus on the parts that you know that suck less. Here just we don't go. be
1: hypocrite. <laughs> also,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, before That's we creepy. end off this little segment, I just want to say, like, the idea of Adam driving a closet. Recording lines made me laugh. But yesterday, or I think it was earlier today, um, the the idea, apparently also they recorded you McGregor's lines under a blanket.
1: Yes. Wow, they really half-assed this movie.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boycott. <laughs> um, I
2: have to say, when they said that, instead of just picturing him under a blanket, I pictured him in a full blanket fort. Blanket
1: fort. Yes, <laughs> and
2: I do not choose to view that any other way.
1: It's over, Matthew. I have the high ground.
2: <laughs> Made out of couch cushions and blankets.
0: <laughs> the floor is lava, Anakin. <laughs>
3: the floor is lava.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I, I love the idea of like him and Matthew would. In bed together, like under the sheets, and him going, Hello there, and then him going, General Kenobi. (laughs) Oh, god,
2: note to self try that role play sometime.
0: (laughs) You just walk into the bedroom coughing.
2: I already am, I've been sick for like a month. (laughs) I've been muting myself to cough, guys.
0: Nothing sexier than when your girlfriend walks in saying, "What's the situation?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god!
0: Oh, I'm just in the I'm just in the background going, "Excuse me." Just
1: remember um, to use okay.
0: protection and activate ray shields. I'm <laughs> <laughs> still flying half a ship. Um, <laughs> oh the Speaking here. of Kenobi. Let's talk about the, the big Kenobi news, which was that Kenobi is delayed. The Disney it's uh, it's cancelled, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you know they all walked away from it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think <figured laughs> you and McGregor burnt the script. <laughs> he ate it. <laughs>
2: he hid it under <laughs> the blankets.
0: I don't like this. <laughs> 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 These are our last steps. These are mine, too. See ya. <laughs> Peace. Um. But yeah,
1: it's it's been an interesting few weeks of Kenobi news, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was Everybody like the end of the world, and it was like, is it? No, a little bit. No, <laughs> constant degrees of like the uh, the doomsday clock for Star Wars <laughs> was going from two minutes to midnight back to Fey.
1: Um, <laughs> I love um, like you and McGregor was. Like an actual embodiment of the uh, community, when Troy walks in with the pizza and the rooms on fire. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like where he's like, "What's it, What's everyone freaking out about?" <laughs> when he like checked everything out, but yeah, it's uh, I guess what they film next year is that like the the main, the main heart of the story.
0: Yeah, I think he just said they're filming next year and then it was to be released next year so the date hasn't changed for its release Mm -hmm. so that doesn't really matter anyway it's just the filming was pushed to next year so they can work on the scripts um the thing i find that's really interesting about this is that the script went from six episodes to four which just this is a conjecture by the way my immediate thought was if they're going to go with the mandalorian sort of schedule Every episode of The Mandalorian is, like, say, roughly 30 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. If there's four episodes, that leads to about two hours, which is a decent amount of time for a film. So if they wanted to do a film, they wanted to expand it to a Disney Plus show, and now they've decided to put it back to four episodes, roughly maybe 30 30 minutes per episode, potentially they could move it back to a film or, like, like a feature on Disney Plus, maybe?
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's certainly, like, just taking times into account, it's certainly a possibility. I guess, obviously, there's so many things we don't know, like, what the nature of the episodes are anyway. Um, maybe maybe it does just work better as four episodes than combining them all. Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to think about and how, how it's shifted and sort of how you want to break it down, because... Because breaking down an episodic, or structuring an episodic sort of run is very different to structuring a film.
0: So, I did like the um, I did like the rumors that um, the whole concept of like some of the episodes had to be changed because it was too similar to The Mandalorian with like Baby Luke, Mm -hmm. which just automatically gave me like the visual of. Ewan McGregor chasing Baby Luke trying to eat a frog. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Spit it out.
0: Spit it out. What are you doing? Amazing. Chips are on my ass. <laughs> Darth Maul was easier to the beat than the <laughs> um, um Yeah, are we worried about this news? No. Nah, I got faith in
2: him. You no, know, it just, whatever they feel is the, whatever they feel is going to be the best story they put out. I don't care. Make it, make your decisions. I've, Would I like it to be more? Would I like it to be longer? Yeah. But if four <laughs> episodes is what we get, then four episodes is what we get.
1: I have you a, know? Yeah. I have a very just low story. bar for, for what makes me happy with this, at least the production. And for me, it's, if you and McGregor is still excited and pumped and pushing this, and he's still committed, then I'm, and he's happy with it. Then I'm happy with it right now. Yes, because um, that's the only indicator I have um, that it's that it's gonna be that's gonna feel right. If if the guy playing Obi One, the guy we love, is Obi One, is is still down with it, um, then that um, that makes me feel okay. And like that's that's why it was I did sweat a little bit when people were reporting whether they should have been or not that he had walked away. That made me a little uh not feel great. But when that turned out to be just total nonsense, um I'm still I'm still totally cool with this. I hope I hope they get to I hope they just get to make it exactly what they want it to be.
0: Yeah, I feel the same. Like not not an issue at whatsoever. Basically, um, I feel like if it was the if they just went along with the script as it was, that the episodes would be released and it would be Captain Kennedy should have delayed this for a better story. Mm-hmm. And either way, she's going to get blamed. So there's not you know big whoop. Um, speaking of Kenobi, while we're at like talking about more Kenobi stories, the Clone Wars trailer dropped. Oof. Oh, man. <laughs> Are we excited? Are we excited? Oh, it's going to be a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like the idea that that's Dave Filoni pitching it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. Oh, okay. guys. <laughs> Wolves and everything. Oh, God. Um,
1: the okay, runs across a wall <laughs> on a motorbike. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be good that they do the weekly release for these episodes again. Um, yes. Because it's going to be a lot to handle. Uh, we're going to need a, <laughs> some time to digest each episode, I think. <laughs> or certainly once we get into, like, the later stages of it.
0: Yeah. And also we want to slowly digest the um, narration of Tom Kane. Oh, yeah. We don't want to, like, binge all that all in one. <laughs> um.
1: But yeah, I think there was a there was a lot of like little fun things in the trailer. For me, something that really mm. stood out was little Caleb Doom at the table. Yeah, I know. That, was, that made me so happy. And it's it was was something I always kinda of wondered about, but never really entertained the possibility of. Cause now that we live in a world where rebels has happened and we're revisiting Clone Wars, how how things might translate back. And it's like, yeah, well, there we go. There's one little thing. Made me very happy. Yeah, it's
0: funny. It's like a... The way that this was going to come out originally, and not just the Clone Wars in general, being a retroactive look at the Clone Wars and Episode 3. Now, this will not only be a retroactive look back at during Episode 3, but also a retroactive for Rebels. Uh, mo- I mean, I'm guessing the Mandalorian as well. Mm-hmm. Um... Which is just cool. It's just, it's one of those. It's, it won't be like a big deal. I'm sure it won't have any lines, but at the same time, it's like Canaan. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. Like that's a good point. It's like um, one of those great uh, sort of twists of fate, where it's like if if this didn't get canceled and went as planned, it's like how much would we have missed out on? Just little things, even you know.
3: Hmm.
1: Um. Little things like Caleb Doom and whatnot. Um, it's it's very interesting how, you know, things work out in the end.
0: Um, but yeah, Claire, is there anything you're excited about with the Clone Wars?
2: I am just... I'm just completely overwhelmed that it's coming. <laughs> like, still, <laughs> yeah. I just... There's, like, a part of my brain that is switched off. And, like, this is a thing that I'm going to watch with my eyeballs. Yep. Like, I just... I'm... So... The trailer completely overwhelmed me, one hundred percent. I loved seeing little Caleb Doom. I was like with the rest of Twitter. I guess I was confused at at pregnant Padme, um, but I'm so excited to see Darth Maul, to see my cloney babies back again, who look, you know, a little bit not so sure about their resolve. I guess about the war. Um, I like. It. I think this is gonna be. A gut punch to the stomach, kind of end to the Clone Wars, and I'm so excited. I just i I didn't need this trailer, but I'm but I'm glad I have it.
1: <laughs> it's great at parties.
2: <laughs> it is really great. <laughs> it's great at
1: parties. I think you just mentioned the the pregnant Padme scene, and I think that's another gigantic possible implication of of what this season is going to do because we we know beforehand. The plan was to go beyond Revenge of the Sith um, for the Clone Wars. So this idea now that, and we got it also with the, I sense the plot to destroy the Jedi, that we're gonna have things in a show that um are adding to the actual movie. Like usually usually these stories take place, you know, in the in the gaps. But this is like actually playing in within the framework of Revenge of the Sith, which I think is insane. So, like, if that is the exact same, I sense a plot scene, like, are we seeing the end of it? Are we seeing it earlier? Um, And if, you know, I guess the, either Anakin is a total idiot, which, I mean, could happen. (laughs) He
2: is, but in uh, a lot of ways, I feel like.
1: (laughs) But, I mean, we could also think that the Padme, the pregnant Padme hologram takes place within the revenge of this time frame but like just something we never saw so like it's that's that to me i think is a first where we've never actually you know just seen a different part of the movie timeline through another show
2: i think you're right i it, like it doesn't occur to me any other instance of that happening
0: mm-hmm. it is interesting as well she's wearing the outfit from Mustafa
2: yeah what's going on
1: does <laughs> <laughs> it keep popping out it was a great uh, leisure wear outfit you know great for going for groceries and whatnot
0: <laughs> she's like by the way <laughs> what are you up to and he's like oh, you know you're not even FaceTime sometimes and your girlfriend's like what are you up to but in the background it's just like <laughs> new gun like, crawling across the floor sliced up <laughs>
3: Please, we, oh we just wanted peace. Shut the fuck up, from on FaceTime.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But you know what? When you get pregnant, your clothes don't fit anymore. Maybe that's the one thing she can rely on still wearing.
0: Mm, you know?
2: Yeah. She's got all these gowns. Some of them probably don't fit the baby bump.
0: I Yeah. Like, there's so much in this trailer that has me excited. The thing that has me excited as well is, like, every time I see a new Order 66 scene, from different sp- perspectives, whether it's in a book or in a comic book, like Fallen Order, Caleb Doom one, uh, yeah, Fallen Order, or like you know anything, I still feel the exact same way I felt watching it for the first time in Episode Three, mm-hmm. and watching this trailer, I felt a gl- like I felt the glimmer of it, especially with Ahsoka on the strip like feeling out. It's like okay, we're gonna have to go through this again but maybe of characters that we know from the Clone Wars or, you know, all that jazz. Um, Shit's going to hurt again. Yeah, there might be a scene where maybe Ahsoka's on the platform and she says goodbye to a little sore's Bandium. (laughs) 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 Goodbye, Ahsoka. I'm off to go see Anakin. No. (laughs) (laughs) He says there's a half price at the Jedi Temple store. Oh no! no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know where it is? It's probably going to be a stab in the dark. No, no, <laughs> make it stab.
1: <stop. laughs> um,
0: I think you should kill
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually I've been watching a lot of Clone Wars. I guess not necessarily in preparation, but just I kind of felt like watching it. And I've I'm in like season. I just finished season one, kind of like halfway through season two. And it's one of those, it's just one of those sort of like pinch me moments again, where you just watch old Ahsoka and you think about just how far that character has come both behind the scenes and within the story of Star Wars. And just Ahsoka feels are going to be off the charts in this, uh, this season. Little snips.
2: Guys, I'm not going to be okay.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: And now like, she's a, check it a- on me
2: every now and then, because I'm not going to be doing too hot.
0: <laughs> now she's a dope uh, lesbian Gandalf. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Living the dream.
2: This is the future that millennials want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of a uh, lesbian Gandalf, <laughs> there is a... Um, speak- and just like the Clone Wars in general, and animation department, there is a... Uh, a very interesting I guess uh fear not fearing, I don't might think I'm high though. Um Rumour? Speaking of <laughs> uh, the Clone Wars <laughs> uh, there's an interesting rumour from our friends at Kessel Run Transmissions, um who are suggesting that the next animation series to be released this year will be a sequel to Rebels. Ooh. I want it. Now, I want to know what your thoughts are on that.
2: Give me Thrawn content, baby. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give that's that's all I need.
2: Bring me back that sexy, sexy voice of Lars Mickelson Do you care? No, was, <laughs> I'm learning a few tricks, man. <laughs> Just trying to communicate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so there yeah there was the uh, the tra- uh, our friends over at Rebel. Um, I'm I'm so tired today. <laughs> Guess I run transmissions. I'm um, so yeah. Cause the name changed. Look, give me a break. Um, <laughs> had the just the basic information of like this is gonna happen. They trust their source, so it's still a rumor. I I would say it's a rumor because obviously we don't know anything else concrete apart from that. Um, the, there was someone who posted similar, or oh, not similar, because it's like more detailed information on Star Wars leaks. Now this is you know take this with a big grain of salt because this is a very big wild rumor. Um, and that says that season one is in post production. The release window is late 2020. The story is set during the height of the short-lived New Republic. We get to see the Republic Senate and explore some of the main galaxy post Return the Jedi and before the sequels. But I'm only told season one details this. Season one sets up Ahsoka and Sabine preparing to travel to the unknown regions to find Ezra. Uh, Ahsoka gives uh, gave a valuable relic to the Kaminoans to have set up shop again. <laughs> I love the idea that they went out of business um, t- after the Empire's defeat to stop and reverse um, the, to an extent Captain Rex's accelerated aging. He joins Sabine and the SoCal on their quest. Apparently, Ezra and Fraun become unlikely allies over time, and they're introduced to the Just Ascendant scene oh in the middle god. of the wall
1: uh-huh. with oh, my a god. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god!
3: Oh
2: my god! Just me, I'm dreaming.
1: This is this is when I get scared. This is when I'm like, oh, is it too good to be true? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I yeah. I I have faith that yeah. the series is happening. I'm I'm willing to believe that rumor. This this stuff um I'm, this stuff is is pushing some some sexy buttons for me, but I'm I'm going <laughs> to sort of I'm going to try to hold back on it. That's for sure.
0: Wait to hear this, but oh, uh, oh, oh, Jesus. No, you're, you're, right. <laughs> you're right. Jesus is introduced into the series and follows kind of What? It says that when he died, he actually woke up in the galaxy far, far away. Uh, no, it's, it's better than Jesus. Um, <laughs> sorry, listeners. Uh, has a niece who is introduced as a main character. She's a Skywalker. Four sensitive chess children who are used by the chess as navigators.
3: Oh, my God.
2: Through the
0: dangerous hyperspace uh, routes of the unknown region. my. She grows close to Ezra. Oh, my.
2: Oh, my God. Are we going to get little blue babies?
0: UK? <laughs> okay? You like no, I'm not okay.
2: I'm sorry. She grows close to Ezra. Ooh,
1: okay. Sorry, guys. I need to go take care of something moist. One second.
2: <laughs> That's everyone's moist moment. You're listening on air right oh, now.
1: Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, there we go. That is that is some heavy reliance on the Thrawn
0: novels. Yeah, it says, the Grisk are presented as a major threat and will be an opposing force throughout the series. They don't really look like the EU counterpart the Vong. The best way to describe them is they look like ancient depictions of the emancipated Buddha on steroids. What? I always
1: wondered how Um, they looked. That's going to be insane. The Grisk
0: Grisk aren't the only threat there are... uh, the, The Grisk aren't the only threat. There are far more sinister entities and phenomena waiting our protagonists in the Unknown Regions. Mexico. Main mystery surrounds the barrier of the unknown region. A character who my source said will likely become a fan favorite is the last remaining warrior of the Rakata species. Oh, shit. He's a powerful sen- force-sensitive warrior who was once a cruel tyrant when the Rakata Empire was at its height. He acts as a mentor to Ezra. He's a very morally great character.
1: Man, Lucasfilm, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what are you doing to
0: it? The ant. Oh, the animation I style is a blend of the Clone Wars and Rebels in influence. I mean, this could be bullshit. I, it's <sighs> it's Again, almost it scares me. It's it's,
1: it's almost, too good yeah. to be true. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. But if they did all that, that's that's a flex.
0: Um. Yeah. It also says that Rakata has an Irish accent. Oh my cool. god. Except- <laughs> <laughs> Your offering
1: has been accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, Ezra. Oh my Get oh the fuck God. out of there. <laughs> it's just Father Jack. Fuck, gosh.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry guys, I can't finish the rest of the episode. I need to take a nap. That was a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty. That's gonna be wild. That's just that's insane scope. Like that's just a lot of content. Um which yeah, I'm trying trying to be trying to be sensible about, but damn it, I want I want it so much now.
2: A lot of content that Nikki, you and I have talked about on our Thrawn episodes of Senate Library is literally like, man, I really want this. I really want to see this, and this is like the series that we've discussed yeah, wanting to
1: it's see. It's like everything we speculate about. Um, yeah, that's it's that's going to be insane if if that all gets announced. Um, I hope I hope people love Maybe it.
2: Maybe after the release of this first Thrawn novel, we'll hear something about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, this first well, Thrawn novel delayed. in
2: the second trilogy.
0: <laughs> it's been delayed, That's though. true, yeah. Yeah,
2: that is They true. said it's not from a story so, yeah.
1: point. Um, but I think, yeah, it's interesting that we got this cool event in August coming up.
2: <laughs> this little shindig. Seems like a great
1: time to start dropping some... Some announcements.
2: <laughs> Some trailers, yeah. maybe.
1: Oh, man. That's, yeah, that that took a lot out of me. Woof. So, uh, yeah. Clone Wars Season 7. <laughs> the
3: funny <laughs> thing is, apparently,
0: I think there's also rumors that the Rebel Season 2, or whatever we're going call it, um, not Rebel Season 2, Rebels 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's just call it that for a moment, isn't the only show in animation department that's in production. Mm mm-hmm. Is the, is the other rumor. Um, do you have any ideas of what that could be? I know personally I want to see Luke Skywalker uh, based show. I would really love that. Um,
1: but I think this might sort of feed into a, another point we're going to touch on, which is the the notion of mm-hmm. the the High Republic, the move to the High Republic um, storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> Blaze it. Um,
2: 420 baby but
1: before we jump into that i do want to i do want to just ask you guys do you think how do you think they're gonna call this show like is it is it a continuation of rebels or is it gonna just be something a
0: new title i think it depends on which characters are in it yeah because if it's just ahsoka sabine and um ezra I suppose you don't necessarily have to call it Rebels. Right.
2: And like the I feel like is over it early. can't be called Rebels. You know, yeah, the Rebellion is done. Mm-hmm. The Galactic Civil War is, well, pro- maybe not. Well, I guess, yeah, it is over by the point that Sabine and Ahsoka go looking for him. I feel like this has to be something new, and I feel like the concept of the show sounds so drastically different than the goal and the major overarching story of... of Rebels, that it probably does have to be called something new. Um, mm. But holy oh, shit, man. guys!
1: <laughs> I'm I'm so scared now. <laughs> it's like I want I want all of that to be true, but I'm trying to not. I'm
2: really, yeah. I'm really expecting to get my all of my hopes dashed. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard not to to get your hopes up a little bit, you know. Yeah. Either
1: way, whatever <laughs> uh, whatever the f- full scope of it is, I'm willing to believe they want to tell. The story of Sabine, Ahsoka, Ezra Throne, or whatever—I'm willing to believe that much. So that uh, that alone makes me very happy. Um, so hopefully, it, it expands to to what was just described as well. But but the fact that we get them, or the fact that we might get them back, um, is is kind of yeah. also enough for me.
2: Yeah. But on the subject of a potential other animated series (sighs) i just i don't want you guys i don't want them to throw out a whole bunch of hooks and only catch one fish you know i think that maybe i i i don't know how i feel i just want them to focus on creating a lasting animated series like it makes me sad that resistance was only two seasons. Like if it's gonna be just a mini series or two seasons, like eh, I don't know. I'm selfish. I just want I just want it to be something that they are really dedicated to the concept enough to tell a big story to go big with it. Yeah. You know?
1: I think that'd be cool too.
0: Spoken like true Americans, you wanna keep just churning out content until you get bored of it or die. What?
2: I'm t- I'm arguing the exact opposite of that.
0: <laughs> Are you?
2: I'm I'm saying focus. Like I am. I would argue I, that focus and hone your craft and put all of put like so much energy and precision into one thing. Don't make it. Don't you don't supersize it. You just focus it. You make it good. You, you focus on okay. the details. You don't focus on. I need to pump out all of these shitty shows just to get content out there because people are going to watch it ah make sure it's good focus on the craft
0: i was nervous then because when you went walking up like churn out all these shitty shows i thought you're doing about us then I was
2: like, <laughs> 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 well we have the opposite approach
0: <laughs> <laughs> i will say that the, i think mean, the biggest issue with the rebels thing is that if it does focus on the chess. It's going to upset a big majority of the people that didn't like episode nine because it's too blue. No. <laughs> Hello.
2: I totally thought you were going to go that go like I feel like the blue people will be easily offended that this is a bit of racial depictions of blue people.
0: Yeah, it's the the a big majority of the Star Wars fandom is the blue man group. <laughs> 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 Tobias um, no,
2: and Tobias Funke, yes. And Paul Giamatti and Big Fat Liar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm excited about it. Either way, new animation's always cool. Mm-hmm. Um But speaking about new stories, Project Luminous, which was revealed this m- last month, <laughs> except it wasn't. They lied. Liar. Project Luminous when? is going to be officially announced. How long ago on the did 24th? they did they mention this?
1: It feels like a long time ago. celebration.
0: Okay. Yeah, there we go. It feels like ages, mm-hmm. but it's not been too bad, I think. Um, yeah, so Project Luminous, which, as we know, was announced at Celebration Chicago, is an upcoming project being worked on by Kevin Scott, Claudia Gray, Charles Saul, Daniel Jose Older, and Justina Island, which spans comics and books to tell one cohesive story. So it's a publishing, you know, in publishing house, big story being told throughout those major platforms. Um, again, unlike what other people have said, it's not to do with TV or video games, according to like the official thing we got before and also some news reports that came out last week when they announced that. The date for this will be February the 24th. So, don't look for a lot of the TV movie game tie-ins. All we know so far is that in some of the comics, um, and I think one of the books mentions the High Republic, which seems to be what they're calling what we refer to as the Old Republic. is now the High Republic. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, are you guys interested in this concept? I feel personally like if you're gonna delve into that world, like comics and books seem to be the best place for that
1: yeah i'm I'm definitely interested um I don't again, it's like it's so it's so like just nebulous as a concept anyway that I don't really know what to say about it, except that um. I'm excited for new, th- new things. I'm excited for new, uh, you know, new design cues. I think that's kind of just, I, th- I think Kevin Scott said something recently where he's like, he's like, man, those, uh, like Republic shuttles are really cool. <laughs> so like, just to me indicates that like they've been sort of looking at, uh, sort of prequel designs and maybe seeing what jumping off points might be from, from those kind of things. I, I oh, don't know. I'm excited to see new things and new new contextualizations of of the galaxy. So I'm definitely, and I I, lo- I love the the uh, authors and everyone they brought into that project. Everyone, every single one of them, I think is is trustworthy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I it's to- it is totally weird. I like I feel- I know there's a lot of people probably holding their breath for like Revan. And that kind of thing, but it's not going to, it's not, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Of course, I should never say never because, you know, but um, I'm excited. I I think that this, I love the idea of branching out to new locations and to new um, periods in time. And I think that Star Wars is not going to make it, you know, um, unless they they do, and still continue to make it feel
0: like Star Wars. So,
2: anyway, I'm pumped.
1: Bring it. Bring it on.
2: Bring it.
0: The Mordom area, and these—I the, mean, the, just look at the names attached to it. Like, we shouldn't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, every it's every
1: single one of them is. They've they've done cool stuff. So, so yeah, I'm I'm down with it, and I think it it's one of those things also where it's like, you think about the. The worst thing about the sequel trilogy is everyone's baggage. <laughs> like fan- <laughs> fandom's baggage with with those sort of legacy characters and situations. And I think this, this will allow a good storytelling push to just, you know, to just say, here's something out of the comfort, or like the regular comfort zone. Like here's new people, new... New situations, new uh, battle lines, you know, all sorts of things that you can't really get hung up on. Um, so I think it'll be, I hope, or I hope it'll be a healthy endeavor for for the Star Wars uh, mythology.
0: Yes, yeah, fingers crossed we don't all go crazy and rip each other's faces off. Um, <laughs> let's finish off today's episode with. A bit of recent news, which is um, Kathleen Kennedy spoke at the BAFTA award ceremony where she won an honorary award. And someone asked, I think the BBC asked her, will a woman direct a future Star Wars movie? And she said yes. Cool. That's the news. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you Keep damn ladies <laughs> out of my Star Wars. Goddamn vaginas directing a Star Wars film.
2: Them feminazis. Not I don't know if men in
0: them Star Wars. Did George Lucas have boobs when he directed Star Wars? For some of them, <laughs> but that's against the point. Oh god. Um, it is you know, it's just one of those things where it's like good, but this is a conversation we keep having. Mm-hmm. It seems. Just make it happen, Kathy. <laughs>
1: That's Show all. me the receipts, Kathy. It it's like yeah, like you know, that's it. Talk that's, talk is talk. Like just when when it happens, yeah. there we go. We're set. Um, like yeah.
2: Do you have one picked out for a Star Wars movie? Like, will a woman direct one? Yeah, probably eventually. Maybe in twenty forty six. Maybe there'll be a woman
1: directing Star <laughs> like Wars when I, by that point. When I'm dead and that's gone. That's like. <laughs> F- chances are they would
2: all happen by then. But do you have one? Are you working on it? Are you actively working on it? Okay, hurry up.
0: <laughs> I have two words, Deborah Child. Peace out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Make it happen, please, Lucasfilm. She would be so fabulous.
1: Yeah, I mean that's it. I guess hopefully, hopefully, I know there's been a little bit of a they're they're probably still fi- figuring out what their film slate is. But you know, yeah, just one little one little uh, announcement is all it takes and then you'll get you get the people off your back for a bit, Kathy.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that they they're desperately trying to avoid hiring the uh Oscar nominated <laughs> Brian Johnson. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: is he Oscar nominated or am for I just screenplay? That up? Yeah. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Oh, sorry. oh thank God, I'm right. Whew. Um, but yeah, I think the best way to end off this episode, as always, and I know Nikki is very excited about this, is what made us most this week. Ah, oh. who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> no one.
1: Who wants to go? Uh,
0: I can. I can go first. I um. I finally built my Lego pod racer. Yay! <laughs> so, uh, Yes. That set is uh, it was fun. To, it was really fun to build. Actually, it reminded me of um, when I got the first one, which was in 1999, uh, and I got the little box. Like it was like it wasn't just the one set. It was like a big box with like a lot of Tatooine stuff in mm-hmm. it. So that was
1: fun. They did a cool job with that and with the uh, the clear pieces for the stand kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. And mm-hmm. I was I was wondering how it would balance out, but actually it does a really great job.
1: Indeed, I also recently built um, the uh, the Kylo Ren shuttle in Lego, which Ooh. made me laugh at Disneyland because they had a label for it, and it was just Star Wars Nine Villain Spaceship. <laughs> 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 Guys, it says on the box, <laughs> like, like you can just you oh, can God. just look at the box and type that. <laughs> it just made me laugh so much. It's like it's like the most happiest label, label of all time. <laughs>
0: He's not a villain.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. They messed up. Way to go, Disneyland.
2: That's like you told grandma what you wanted for Christmas. And she didn't remember. And that's just how she described. I like the guy to the store. I'm looking for the Star Wars 9 villain spaceship. (laughs) That's what my grandkid wants.
1: (laughs) And they're trying to pull up pictures and stuff. Showing retired sets. This, this is all hitting very oh, close to home. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nikki's been there, yep. done that. Bought a t-shirt. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, watched the
0: Indiana Jones set <laughs> from 2008. <laughs> We're trying. Oh
1: my god. You can get it. It'll be like triple <laughs> the price though. Don't worry about it. Um. yeah. Yeah, that, that those anniversary sets are awesome. They did some cool stuff for them.
2: I need Legos in my life.
0: Ain't that the truth? If only there was a man who could hook you up. I know. Some yeah, sweet- right? If only.
2: If only I knew <laughs> a person in the biz. Who could this
0: be? <laughs> Nicolette, like, like, me too. Hashtag <laughs> 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 same. What about you guys? What made you wet? Wet? <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, we're just
2: gonna go up there instead.
1: Oh, lord.
0: Um, Subtext.
1: Never heard of it. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. It's like John Boyega and Daisy Ridley at the BAFTAs. Did you see the video he put on today? Oh, my god. That was insanity. It was mental.
0: <laughs> it, it- I've never been so terrified. But also just happy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Also, I have not seen it yet, and I'm, like, really scared by these descriptions, guys. Oh,
0: Claire. Claire, if I send you a link, can you watch it whilst on the podcast? Because I want to hear the reaction.
2: Oh, okay. I'm scared.
0: What? Don't be scared. <laughs> what,
2: turn on my volume, I guess?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, let me just... <sighs> Lord help me.
2: While you're looking for that link... I guess I'll go. I've had a very non star wars week. I'll say um but some uh but there were a few weird things that did happen um and one of them and both of them were like work related at the clinic. one of them I had to uh I was drawing this person's blood, and they had a little little infant in their lap, and he was wearing what might be the acutest baby Star Wars onesie I've ever seen. <laughs> And it's just, like, a simple, like, charcoal gray onesie that buttons up the front. And coming out of the line where you button the onesie, there was, like, Chewbacca and, like, C-3PO and R2-D2, like, poking their heads out oh of it from, like, the gosh. inside. of. I just, I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't even look at you. Like, you're so freaking cute. You're distracting me from doing my job. So that was pretty rad. And then also I found out that one of my patients listened to my podcast,
0: <laughs> and that was scary. Oh, my that's God. The second, that that's scary. the second thing that's happened this week regarding like, people I'm that we know that just happened to listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. It's so
2: weird. Yeah, this, this this woman comes in once a month, and she's into, like, geekier things, and, and she's really cool. But, yeah, I just – wow. She's like, oh, I listened to it. By the way, I'm like, I'm so sorry yep. that you have to see me that way.
1: Yeah, one of my one of my coworkers' moms listened to our show.
2: That's so without, weird.
1: Like, she, my coworker, had no idea that that was our show. So it's <laughs> nuts. It's weird when that happens.
0: Well, she did not recognize it was your name and voice.
1: Well, the mom doesn't know me.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. Unless guys right, I have the video ready
2: to go. Are we ready? <laughs> okay. All right, clicking the link now. <laughs> I'm so scared. Maybe I saw the trailer for Cats and I, and I
3: said to myself,
2: "You
1: know what? I could have killed that." <laughs> <laughs> It's so beautiful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I that.
1: Oh my god! Again, not to not to jump back into uh, drama from before, but his video people oh. are are just they're next level. They're,
0: they're next it. level.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
3: Oh God!
0: He would have killed it. He would have. I demand the all John Bieger version of cut of cats. Honestly, cuts, (laughs) cuts. Honestly, um,
2: like I've never heard him sing. However, his like personality and mannerisms and like energy would translate very well to musical theater. Mm -hmm. I bet he's a great singer. Put this boy in a musical. I bet
0: that. Oh, yeah, for sure. They, did, they rap together, him and Daisy. Oh, yes.
1: Holiday special uh, to... Absolutely. Where are you? We
2: demand it. Get on it, Favreau.
1: Okay, King, right. what about um, you? What made me... My, my moistest experience, I think, has probably been um i was lucky enough to go on the new attraction Rise of the Resistance Ooh. not too long ago and it's it's a lot it's awesome i i encourage anyone able to do it to make every effort because it is it's it's one thing to be in like galaxy's edge and be like whoa star wars wow <laughs> and uh it's like you know things look it feels like you're in a star wars planet but then, as we joked a while ago, you know, you got like kids thrown up in the Millennium Falcon and, <laughs> and, uh, you know, like people like fat dads and flip flops like going around. just, it breaks the immersion a little bit. Um, but Rise of the Resistance is, I, I've never like personally felt like I was living Star Wars more than going on that ride. And, um, it, it's, it's, it's one of the most, um, engaging. (laughs) Like I, I guess once you've stepped through the gate to the ride, like you're in the ride, the line is also the ride and it's, it's insane how they did it. And, um, if, if you're someone who has not watched anything about rise of the resistance or seen like leaks or not leaks, but like people filming it while they're on it, just stay off it because you want to, you'll want to see it, um, Whenever you can, and yeah, I got I got to uh, badmouth a first order officer. Got talked back to one of them, and then I got to have some classic Star Wars banter with the, with a Resistance operative. So I was like, "This is this is what living Star Wars is like." Feels good.
2: Oh, I'm so excited!
0: Yeah, I can't wait to go. Hopefully, at celebration with you guys. Oh yeah, they they announced yes. that um
1: Disneyland night. Mmm. Very interesting.
0: We have to do it. We'll we'll put it down. Maybe we can get it like a get together or something. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, please.
1: Also bought a uh, I also bought a, a sweet it. jacket. Let me just say that. <laughs> in in uh <laughs> in Star Wars Land or Galaxy's Edge, I bought I bought this cool like brown resistance jacket. It looks it's very much like uh it reminds me of like Cassian's jacket. Like that's kind of like how it looks. It's very cool. Um
0: yeah, um uh, before we wrap up today, um, while we're talking, the Disney earnings call is happening. Ooh. And um, Bob Iger has mentioned how Galaxy Edge has been a great success. While well, praising the reaction to Rise of the Resistance, uh, according, according to Disney, Disney Plus subs, as of yesterday, are at 28.6 million. Not bad. And uh, The Mandalorian Season 2 will be out October.
1: Ooh. ooh, ooh. But um, did did he talk about how the rise of uh, Rise of Skywalker was a flop? <laughs>
0: uh, uh, actually, the opposite. What? Funny enough.
2: <laughs> crazy.
1: It's crazy. Classic Disney spin.
0: Yeah, I know. Apparently, uh, these crazy cats said that the increase in the actual distribution results was due to the performance of Frozen Two and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Well, what do you know?
2: Yeah, suck it, Forbes oh my god <laughs> dude losers. dude
0: hates
1: Star Wars so much <laughs> <laughs> or at least episode 9 oh my gosh um speaking of okay. Frozen
2: let it go yep. let it go I think
1: I saw someone tweet <laughs> like they quote tweeted and it was like she's just not that into you <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like just move on <laughs> Jesus it's weird I was like why hitting up 1 billion dollars is a failure I'm like Oh fucking hell, I wish I wanna be a failure lot like at them. What an epic failure. Right. Oh well, wouldn't that be nice? Uh well that's all we've got time for this week. Uh so yeah. Oh wait I like how can the speed I, can I, I actually,
1: sound. Uh say one more moist no, thing.
0: No. No. <laughs> yeah, go.
1: Alright. Uh this is <laughs> this is a new thing. Um that I just started last night actually. Uh it's gonna be a new sort of little segment. For the Imperial Senate, um, I am doing a sort of commentary of Lego Star Wars uh, content on Disney Plus with my good friend Reed. If uh, I think he's, he may have heard his voice somewhere in our like celebration mess episode <laughs> where he goes on a crazy rant about Jar Jar, I think. that um, good rant, biological. Anyway, um, that's going to be a new thing. Uh, I'm very excited to be doing that. We recorded the first episode last night. I'm so pumped. So, Jesus.
2: <laughs> Sorry. I just want you to know, Nikki, I'm really excited because I haven't watched any of the Lego, um, any of it.
0: Oh, that's so good, Claire. You gotta, so you gotta change, you got do I it. I think
2: that I'm gonna watch and I'm gonna listen to you go. guys. You're gonna be my intro to Lego animation. Same. Star
1: Wars. Because we haven't stuff. watched Freemakers. Um, so uh, we started.
2: I heard that it's so yeah, good. Yeah, we started with
1: Freemakers episode one. Um so that's that's what the first episode is I think I think there were times Blast. where we were just like because we hadn't seen it before we're just like watching it we're like oh wait, we should be talking <laughs> um, so <laughs> hopefully it just uh, it's it's fun and hopefully that little segment will just get better um, I think we're going to put the main the first episode on the main feed and then the, the I think the plan from there is that it's a it's a Patreon show mm-hmm. so uh, I guess when we wrap up you can find out where
0: to find that hell yeah you will um but yeah, that's in I, I, the Lego Star Wars stuff is just so good. I think Anthony Daniels mentioned it. it's like his favorite thing to do as free on the uh, on his Instagram. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt I it. love that. I wouldn't
1: doubt it. There's so much. There's so much fun stuff Lego does.
0: It's so good. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm afraid that's all we got time for this week. If you would like to catch up with us or find our personal social links, don't forget to check out our website imperiosnepodcast So if you want to see our Twitter accounts, just go there. Uh, you can also follow the podcast on Twitter at ImpsnetPod, On Instagram is Pod. Like us on Facebook for show updates and other cool stuff. If you ever feel like sending in a question or voicemail, you can send it to Podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support the show, you can do so by picking up some sweet swag from tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Podcast or by becoming a patron on our sweet Patreon page, which is, as Nahija said, got a lot of great content including the upcoming Lego show and some other cool things coming your way, um, which I think will be pretty interesting. We've also got our film commentaries, which we'll be recording a new one soon. Um, so, that would be interesting. Uh, if you haven't had enough of us already, you can play Star Wars Battlefront 2 with us on PlayStation Network. We've also got some plans to come up with a Xbox equivalent. So, you can play with Nikki. <laughs> um, or don't. <laughs> see if I care.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just join our community group on PlayStation Network for now. And we'll update that with you later on. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Imperial Summit podcast. Oh, actually, before we go, don't forget we've got our Discord. So, if you go on our Twitter account, you can find our Discord. We'll tweet out. Another link to the Discord when we have the episode out. So don't worry. Join us for some cool Star Wars debate, fun, and generally mostly talking about either musicals or anything unrelated to Star Wars, basically. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Imperial Podcast. The Force will be with you, always.
1: Bye. See you guys next time.
0: Goodbye.
2: see how it goes you know if the world war three or coronavirus don't kill us all just kidding coronavirus yeah. is like it, it, it's a joke to me but you know it's cool
0: it's but. not a joke to the people that have died claire okay sensitive cow okay. i also
2: joke about the flu but that kills more people so.
0: can we just do a minute silence for everyone who's died from the flu all right thank you i just called you a cow i feel really awful <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah, that is a bit rude. Uh, thanks. But
0: if it makes you feel better, I just disrespected the dead to apologize. That's true. Off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> ben,
1: delete that. That's how we do.
2: We should make t-shirts so, yeah. that say, Ben, delete that. It's basically ben, our please. catchphrase. <laughs>
0: please scrub it, Ben.